Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are, wait, what are we doing today? We're going to answer your questions. <laughs> today <laughs> so, we are here. We're here and we're going to answer your questions about the Walk and Love story. That's what we're going to do. We figured it out. Yeah. I like it. Got it. I beat you to that. Yeah, snap. I'm off. I think it's I was because my head was so big. Scientists did <laughs> experiments on me. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Um, thank you for being here. I think I'm off because we're, it's a little bit different atmosphere. We're recording. It's Friday. Nothing is different. Well, it's Friday. The day, of the, the day of the week is different. So it's Friday. Okay, well you could pretend it's not. Well, I can't. Because it's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Something, 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 something. something weekend, weekend. I feel very blessed. Uh, That's probably how she felt. That yeah, poor girl. Yeah. Rebecca Black, right? Rebecca Black, yeah. This, the the video's gone from the internet. Oh, like though. everything's gone yeah. from the internet? Yeah. I don't know how they do that. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. It was a, just, a, just a rough start. Now Brooke's coughing. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. I'm fine. We're here. I'm it's Friday. Fine. I'm fine. It's, everything's fine. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast, for making us part of your week. And thank you for buying items from the Make Today Account Collection. Yeah. We still feel super, we feel... I feel very blessed. Yeah. But we were hit with with blessings. Yeah. The, not, that that not car, car crash was the blessings. Right. And we're very thankful for all of you um, for for buying shirts and sweatshirts yeah. and jackets and hats and whatever you bought and sharing and entering gift card contests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're super, super grateful. Um, but what you really probably want to know is which code won. Right. That's what's keeping people awake. Yeah. I actually would have guessed this the other way, but I think because I made the error at the beginning, yeah. it went this way. So good brain had 58% of the use. Great skull had 42. I would have guessed great skull. I think I probably would have, I don't know what I would have used first, but do you, because we say good brain, great skull, Maybe people do you just, just try the yeah. first one first? Some people panic because they <clears throat> tried to put a space in there and we said oh. no spaces guys. Right. We said it. Yeah. So, but it's okay. Everybody got it figured out. Uh, collection ships about mid September, mm-hmm. um, which is great. And then the next, we got two more releases this year. One will be on Brooke's birthday, October 7th, but we'll actually release Brooke's birthday is October 7th, but we'll release it October 6th. And we'll actually be on vacation with my entire family when that happens. Yeah. So my, I have five siblings, right? Four of which are coming. What? Yeah. Five siblings. Yeah. Four of them are coming on the vacation. And you. And, uh, yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not. Oh no, I know. (laughs) That was weird. I'm not a sibling to myself. (laughs) You're saying it as if someone's left out, like four of, I get what you're saying. Yeah. We're all going. Yeah. There you go. All four of my siblings, <laughs> their spouses, and all their kids, Brooke mm-hmm. and I, our family, and my parents are all going on vacation during the week we're going to release this collection. Yes. So it should be a wild ride. That's all I was trying to get at. Yeah. 30 some, 27 people? 27 or 8. In the same house. Yeah. In the Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see John B. I don't know. That'd be great. <gasps> what? I just heard something beep. Something Your computer keeps, at, like, it's making the sound like you just burnt a mix CD and it's oh, finished. Oh, nice. Does that get you a little excited? A little bit. Yeah. Like, is that what you're what's doing? What's on over the there? Yeah, burning mix. I don't think that. Computer. No, there's even there's not even a CD, <laughs> CD slot <laughs> or whatever you call it on those computers. Oh man, this generation just has no idea I what know. that's like. Getting those your markers good out, times. writing on them. Brooks Sliding. party mix. 
It's all Avril Lavigne in one Michael W. Smith song. Yep. Um, so <laughs> we're recording a few. <laughs> I listened to that mix. <laughs> We're recording a few days early because I am headed to Cincinnati as part of this group I'm in called Integrated, which we jokingly call Dad's Club. Uh, A bunch of dads, Christians, business owners get together, kind of just talk shop, have some speakers. And and so I'm really excited for that. So I leave on Monday. And since I will probably be packing on Sunday, we were just like, let's just get it done with. The girls are at Brooke's mom's and dad's house. So it's like nice and quiet and calm. And yeah. We're not trying to fit it in while Sunny naps, so right. that's really nice. Um, and we got some great reviews to read. Brooke, do you want to read them this time? I feel like I'm struggling right now. Sure. Getting my words out of my uh, words mouth, out of your hole. mouth hole. Yeah. I knew that you were going to say that. <laughs> it's like I'm... Are you saying see the right. world or sea world? I, I don't know what I'm saying. Right. You definitely don't. Okay, so the first review is titled, Picking a Title Was Harder Than Writing a Review. <laughs> Hashtag Strong Feelings, which is great. Yeah. That's so me. I'm like, I'm, I'm hung up on the thing you wouldn't think I'm hung up on. Yep. <laughs> um, five stars. My husband and I are so obsessed with this podcast that our baby's first words were, wow, wow, wow. I kind of wish that was a joke, but it's definitely that real life. That is amazing. I have followed Walk and Love since the beginning. Their t-shirts have been my number one Christmas item, Christmas list item for what seems like forever. When I convinced my husband to listen to the podcast with me, he consumed the entirety of it within a week. The way Brooke and TJ share their life is incredible. They are kind, funny, encouraging, and honest. The highlight of our week is the moment Monday morning when we both realize and shout to each other, the podcast is up. (laughs) That's awesome. We love you guys as much as Creed loves scuba, as much as Michael loves a sea ring, and as much as Stanley loves pretzel day. Amazing. Okay, we love you. Bye. I want a shirt that says, I love you as much as, like... As much as Stanley loves right. pretzel day. Yeah. That's amazing. So good. Thank you for that. I really <laughs> like that one. Second one titled Good Brains, Choose Walk and Love. <laughs> nice. Good uh-huh. brain, great school. <laughs> Five stars. I've been listening to this podcast for a few months now, and it's the perfect combination of lightheartedness, deep thoughts, and new ideas. TJ and Brooke are real and honest, and it's just nice knowing there's a community of people out there who also listen, trying their best to hear Jesus in their lives and love each other and love others each day. I've been watching their shop sales for the last for months now and want waiting to buy something until it was in my budget. This was finally the month and I'm so pumped to support them and yes. wear their rad clothes. Thanks for making such a quality podcast. Everyone, please use your good brain and subscribe. Great skulls also welcome. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you very much for that. Uh, we really appreciate the reviews. They <clears throat> inspire us to keep showing up every week. Um, I I feel this week, like I'm more excited about finish getting. We're, we've been talking about finishing the attic. Yeah, I cannot wait for that. I, I cannot wait to have like. I find myself like daydreaming yeah, about it. That I just like, like about working. Yeah, I'm like the podcast will be like it'll all be set up. Yep, we'll be able to like we're going to add video at yeah. some point. Like I'm just so excited for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's I hope be good. What question for you guys out there. Will you continue just podcast listening or will you jump over to YouTube and watch it? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I don't know if I'd switch. I'm not a, I'm not a watcher because some of the either, podcasts I, I listen to have video and I never watch. Right. But some people only ever watch. Yeah. And that's, cr- I think, I wonder if that's the difference between good brain, great skull. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, Hannah, I'm really struggling with my words. Ugh. 
I can do it. You got it. Uh, the song of the week, uh, Brooke didn't have one this week. Yeah, not really. Yeah, we didn't. Nothing that I felt confident enough to be like, it's going on the list. And I didn't really have one this week either. I was actually listening to our playlist again. It's mm-hmm. like every time I'm like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. Man, what a great song. So I decided to theme my song of the week. So there's a local musician uh, that lives in like, I think he actually lives in Harrisburg. Right. His name is Nathan Horst. He has been in a bunch of different bands, mm-hmm. um, but he leads worship at the church we go to, Life Center yep. in Harrisburg. Um and he's got one of my favorite voices I've ever heard. I know. And he's Fantastic. also like a really good producer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because didn't he do Lindsay's Yeah, he did Lindsay's album? album. I think so. So he has both worship music and non-worship music. Mm-hmm. Uh, his one band that does non-worship music is called The Light, The Heat. And uh, this is one of their newest songs. So this is my regular song Playlist. of the week. Yep. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, give you a nice little Ooh, a fade in. A fade in. I'm, ready for I'm it? I'm here for you it. You ready? Here we go. I'm ready. Here it comes. Watch the ocean kiss the moon Run away with me Where the morning paints the sea Good. I've yeah. heard that one. That's it's, really new. Yeah, it's new. But uh, the band, The Light, The Heat, I mean, not, it's it, him, the band, you know whatever. It's him and a friend of his. Right. And they actually don't live in the same place. He right. li- his friend lives in California and he lives in yeah. Pennsylvania and they make music together. I think that's so cool. The internet is amazing. It is. Um, but look you, up the band. Yeah. And like, just listen to the The Light, too. The Heat, amazing band. Yeah. Um, and then Nathan also used to be in a band called Sister Brother, a worship mm-hmm. band that was local to here. Um, and this this might be one of my favorite With worship songs. other Lindsay. Yep. Not our sister-in-law yep. Lindsay. Um, sister, other sister, his sister. It, sister and brother doesn't have a ton of music. <laughs> sister brother doesn't have a ton of music. Yeah. But if you want more of his worship music, look up Life Center Worship because yeah. they have a few like songs and albums. So this mm-hmm. is, uh, oops, Into the Light by Sister Brother. He brought us out of the darkness and into the He brought us out of the darkness and into the light. He has lifted our blindness and he gave us his sight. He brought us out of the darkness and into the light. We sing, Get to where Lindsay sings. <laughs> Just kidding. Big zoom out. <laughs> I thought she was the next chorus. No, no, yeah. Oh. But yeah, there she it has is. some Christmas music too that's yeah. really good. So, theme song of the week. I like it. The Light, the Heat. 
sister brother, mm-hmm. Nathan Horst. Probably don't listen to this podcast, but you're amazing at singing. <laughs> well done. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Brooke, how was your week? My week was good. <laughs> what did we do? Was good. I wrote it down here <clears throat> so we could remember because. Oh yes. Let yeah. me let me start with this. I think the reason I'm feeling so scattered right now is this is the first week I did CrossFit four times. Yep. And I also played soccer. Yep. And so everything hurts and I'm dying. It's basically, right. it's how, basically I feel, how I feel right how now. How you feel. And so I think I'm just like, my arms are sore. I'm not touching the buttons as quickly as normal. It uh, does look a little like maybe the bones <laughs> fall out of your body yes. and you're just kind of yes. swirling around. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, if my insides were on fire, I would be yelling. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that that's kind of where I am. But our most of our week was devoted to the collection. Yeah. You know, it ended on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so just answering messages, you know, yeah. sending emails, posting yep. stories, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we didn't really it was a it was a very exciting week, mm-hmm. but we didn't do anything exciting. Correct. Uh the one big thing that happened this week though was June crashed on her scooter. Oh. Um, yes. face first. Well, I think she hit her knees first and then her face, but yeah. I don't, th- her hands aren't scratched. So we missed like, it kind of near her elbow was a tiny bit, but I think but, her face caught her. Yeah. Oh. I think her knees hit first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because of that, one of her front teeth fell out, which yeah. was already kind of loose, but it definitely pushed it along oh, quite a sure. bit. Uh, and looks like the next one is going to come soon. So yes. we're going to have a little front toothless Junie, which is just yeah. too much for my heart to bear, yeah. but yeah. She did all right uh, surviving it. I know. I mean, she was hurting, and I can just tell, like, her knees are sore and, like... I mean, those scabs are huge. Yeah, it's big. And I think it's hard for her to, like, bend and straighten her legs yeah. now because of where they yeah. are. Um, yeah. So it was... That's always just so hard. But, you know, like, you know, as a parent, like, that's just part of it. Like, yeah. you're just going to fall, and you're going to get hurt, and, like, sometimes nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And we just got to be there for our kids and... You know, you can't make it better. Right. Just got to sit there with them. Just got to sit there and watch Barbie for the 18th time. Yeah. (laughs) Just got to do it. So, yeah. What she needs. So, we didn't have much of like a, yeah, we didn't really do much this week. No. Because it was, you know, the collection we kind of focuses us in on like just making sure we're up to date on and me looking at my phone nonstop. Right. Which uh, tomorrow, I think tonight I'm going to turn it off for the weekend before I leave because I just need a break. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so today we're going to answer your questions. I, I just assume it's not going to be as long of a podcast just because of yeah. the week that we had. We don't really have much to recap. Um, but before we answer your questions, we haven't done a Mount Rushmore in a while. So we're going to do a Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of Rushmore of mountains of movie series. I love how long you fall. Yeah. And then are I wait, come are back. Are you falling or are you just echoing through the well, caverns? I don't know. You tell me. I also come back. So if I fall, I have the ability to fly. So that's pretty cool. I mean, well, (laughs) yeah, for sure. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure Uh, what I was picturing. I I picture myself falling, but then all of a sudden weirdly being back. Maybe the swamp dragon has swooped out of the swamp in the canyon and saves me. Uh, (laughs) Wow. We are painting a picture here today. Um, So my Mount Rushmore, (laughs) Rushmore, Rushmore of mountains of mountains of mountains of movie series are so that's an echo though. but you're yelling and it's echoing I but i'm know. also going out of order i know it makes no sense <laughs> I don't I know. I, I, um my mount rushmore of movie series so these are movies that like it wasn't like trilogies it was just any sort of series yeah basically more than two i guess is what we ended yeah. up deciding on back to the future 
Back to the Future 2 might be one of my all-time favorite movies. Okay. I love it so much. The Dark Knight Rises, the Dark Knight Trilogy, mm-hmm. with Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. So good. Uh, Toy Story. Yeah. Mostly just the first three. I mean, I don't mind the fourth, but... Right. The first three, the way that oh, third man. one ends, is perfect. Literally. Yep. Um, and then The Lord of the Rings. Mm. I could watch The Lord of the Rings. Every now and then, I go into like, a, I'm just going to commit to The Lord of the Rings for the next couple of days and yeah. watch them bits at a time. Yeah. And they're just so good. And they... I mean, there's some of the CGI that you're like, okay, it's gotten it's old. gotten better, but for the most part, because they they made so much of it with models and like literally made all the stuff. Right. It's not it, all computerized. Right. It yeah. really does do a good job of passing the test of time. Mm-hmm. More so than some other like sort of fantasy sci-fi movies where you're like, oh my word, this looks so bad. Yeah. And remember at the time we were like, that looks so real. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy to think that our brains <laughs> Yeah. Also, no, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't look real now. Yeah. But even then we were like, this is really good. It yeah. really does look like a monkey. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, so, Brooke, what are yours? Mine would be Toy Story for okay. Jersey's. Yeah. Again, the, the first three, really. Um, I also like Back to the Future. And my love for that has grown, for sure. Because since, of your love for me? Yes. Wow. Double. I feel very blessed. Yeah. Um, the Avengers, which I actually hadn't thought of. I was like trying to come up with my fourth and you were rattling off a bunch. And I was like that for sure. I've actually seen all those a lot of times Yep, and it is a fantastic. They're just fun. They are fun to watch. Yeah, they really are. And then my last one's it's gotta be Harry Potter, Harry Potter, which I uploaded a special sound just for you. Oh, the worst thing about prison was the, (laughs) was the dementors. They were flying all over the place and they were scary. And then they come down and they suck the the soul soul out of your body body. and it height and it height. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Harry Potter, like I read those books when I was a kid and the movies are good. The movies are good. The first one doesn't stand up as well though. When you go back yeah. and watch the first one, you're like, this looks bad and it's really slow paced. It is. You're just like, okay, we get it. He's a wizard. Yeah. Move on. You're a wizard. So, sorry. Spoiler alert. Harry Potter's a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'd love to know what your guys, uh, Mount Rushmore movie series are. Maybe we missed a really good one. You should tell us about it. Um, mm-hmm. Some others on my list would have been like Die Hard. I like the Die Hard movies okay. collectively. Um, yeah. I think that's the end of that. <laughs> that's, that's the only other like little caveat there. The Bourne movies, like Bourne Supremacy, yeah. Bourne Ultimate. Yeah. I like those. Um, I also like the Avengers. That was almost on my list as well. So, uh, so today we are going to answer your questions. Um, we just posted a story two day, uh, yesterday. Or I think it was yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just to ask questions about sort of the last three weeks as we've told the walk and love story in more excruciating detail. Um, <laughs> and we got questions all over the board. Yeah. So I decided the best way to do this would be to kind of split them up into categories. And that yeah. way we're not like, you know, bopping all over, bopping all over the place. We're kind of sticking in. So, so the three categories I decided were serious advice um, and then sort of fun, random questions. Okay. Do you want to do them in that order? Yeah, sure. Okay. So first off, thank you for asking those questions. Yeah. Um, and the first question that we got was, and, and also I didn't, because it was the question block, it wasn't like I could read people's usernames. Right. So I don't, I'm not giving anyone credit here. Because so we don't know. Sorry about that. Yeah. And also a lot of people ask the same question. Correct. And some of the questions I actually took and like combined them yeah. because people were asking like, sort of similar things. 
Um, so the first question was for, for me, it said, how did you know it was God's voice telling you to lay it down? So that was sort of the last part of the story that we talked about. Um, and I would say that the, like, you know, people say that, like, I, I feel like God was telling me something and, and that's, yeah. so, you know, I think skeptic, we're skeptics naturally mm-hmm. and just like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think, I think you can tell when the Lord is speaking to you, not because you might hear his voice or there might be like, you know, a flash of lightning or whatever, something like right. that, but that when you make the decision that you feel like he's telling you to make, it brings peace. Mm-hmm. You know, obedience brings peace. Yeah. The the peace that the Holy Spirit gives us surpasses all understanding. And so like, it didn't seem like the right decision, like outwardly, it you're made like, no sense. why are you doing this? Right. You know, you're going to have a ton of debt, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, the peace in our souls about it was so good. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where you like, I just feel like that's only from the Lord. Yeah. You know, that you just get that sort of peace yeah. uh, that, that he brings. Yeah. And I feel like, tell me if you read this somewhere recently or if we were just, maybe as a conversation we were having, like, how else is the Lord supposed to speak to us than kind of this, like, not a subconscious voice, but like, he's not going to text us. Right. He's not going to, like, it is only through these, like, in silence and like contemplative prayer practices yeah. that, like, he is most likely. I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't be another right. way. It can be, but I, I like, think it's that way, and I think it's through through the word, like through reading yeah. the, reading the Bible and understanding that like this is His word. Yeah, and so I think He lo- teaches us lessons through that in various ways. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like this week, last week, I was super nervous about the collection. Yeah, I, I was feeling like anxious, and I was really trying to just like suppress, like not suppress that, but just like be like, I'm not going to be Press afraid. It. We are going like it's going to the Lord will provide. Um, and I'm reading Mark, I'm reading through Mark right now. And it's the story of feeding the 5,000 and then feeding the 4,000. And I can't, I can't remember which, which one comes first right now, but mm-hmm. in the, the one that comes second, the disciples, 5,000 is first. Yeah, and then, so when they go to feed the 4,000, the disciples are like, uh, where are we going to get the food? Yeah. And I'm like, hello, you dumb dumbs. You're going to get it. Yeah, it, it he, just happened. It just Two happened. Chapters ago. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, <clears throat> I'm worried about how we're going to be provided for. Yeah. Don't you remember? Don't you remember? And so I think that's another way that the Lord speaks to us. And then Mm -hmm. that brought me a lot of peace. Kind of just, I was like a couple of days before the collection release and I was like, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that would be my answer that it brings, brings peace. Yeah. Um, that kind of surpasses sort of like world human understanding. Yeah. Um, this next serious question was, in what ways has the Enneagram helped you realize who God's created you to be? So we talk about the Enneagram a lot. It's a personality personality mm, test with a soul. Yeah. That's what I always call it. Yeah. Uh, it's a tool for empathy. Um, it's a tool to understand yourself better. And um, others. Yeah. And, others. and uh, I would say that the number one way it's helped us realize, I, I think a lot of times when we're trying to figure out who we are, who, what God's created us, how he's created us, the ins and outs of our personalities and how we think and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think the number one problem that we run into is we don't have proper language to describe ourselves. Yeah. Even to ourselves. Yeah. Like we get frustrated at a certain thing in life and all we feel is that frustration and we don't understand necessarily the root of that frustration or, mm-hmm. or how to describe why we feel that way. Yeah. And so I think that's what the Enneagram's m- most powerful tool use is, is to give you language. Yeah. To to be able to name something. To be able to understand why you do the things you do, why your shortcomings are where they are, Mm -hmm. why you hurt the way you hurt. Yeah. Um, And 
I think it's always best absorbed with people. Like, so Brooke and I have been kind of on this journey of studying the Enneagram together. And because of that, we can relate to each other better and understand each other better. And I think that allows us to understand ourselves better and then have vision and purpose for how God's created us. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of works in sort of community in that sort of like Venn diagram. Totally. And another way I would say that it's helped is that like we've continued to learn about it and talk about it. Like we, I didn't read one book and right. then feel like, bam, I knew who I'm created to yeah. be. Like Take it a was, free test online. Right. Okay, there it is. You know, no, like, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It has been, and we've said this a lot, yeah. like it's been books and podcasts and some of it has to do with the Enneagram and some of it doesn't. Right. But because of my knowledge of the Enneagram yeah. in my life and, you know, the lives of people I love, I'm able to sort of name things, have the proper language, and then connect the dots right. between all the things I'm learning. And that has been like so beyond helpful. Help, yeah, like I, I don't even, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just could, you know, talk about it all day. Yeah, and and how helpful some people good. do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen to their podcast. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the other thing I think it does is it, it allows you to understand, you know, uh, that people are different, yeah. but it gives you empathy for their differences. Mm-hmm. And there have a lot, been a lot of times in my past where I've had no empathy for people. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, you're dumb. Yep. You're dumb. Stop being right. dumb because it would be smart to not be dumb. Right. And now I don't say that in my mind anymore. Correct. I just, it helps you understand where people are coming from. Right. How they're in turn, like everything, everybody's going through something. Everybody's harder on themselves than they are going to be on you. Um, and so it just, it just gives you empathy. And I think, that shows you then that this person is created a certain way. Mm-hmm. Brooks created a certain way. June and Sunny are created a certain way. Our neighbors are created a certain way. Our parents are created a certain way. Yeah. And it allows you to sort of like celebrate the the variety and the wonderful magnitude of what God has created and mm-hmm. allowed us to experience both in others and then in yourself. And then it allows you to sort of step into action, understanding that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Can't recommend it and enough. it's it it's been helpful in conversation with friends and family when I'm able to recognize something in their life, either positive or maybe something right. that like, oh, I can tell this is stressing you out. If I was to just come waltz into the room and be like, you know what I think, yeah. and like rattle off like, here's a bunch of ways that this could help, or, or you know, or whatever, that might not be taken as well as like me under actually understanding what number we believe they yeah. are and like coming at it from that approach. Yeah. It's, again, it's the language. I'm yeah. able to talk about something maybe deeper or heavier or whatever um, through that lens. Yeah. And that has been really, really helpful. And it's like, you know, <clears throat> the Enneagram, like it, I think a lot of people, some people have issues with it because they think it's like, oh, I, it pigeonholes people into certain things. But I actually think when we understand ourselves, we actually <clears throat> can step out of that box easier. Yes. Because yes. naturally, like our fight, flight, or fright mentality mm-hmm. keeps us in sort of our worst qualities of our personalities. Mm-hmm. And so once we understand those worst qualities, we can, like like being fearful about the collection being released, yeah, being anxious. I know that I start to get a perfectionist sort of attitude towards things, mm-hmm. and I need to see things happening right now in the way that I want them to happen, yeah. and I can kind of get controlling in that way. Well, I know that about myself now. And so now I know... That you when can we, be proactive. I can be proactive. Yeah. And so that's where it's like super helpful to like really kind of battle against some of your worst 
qualities, right. um, which allows you then to be more patient, to be more yeah. kind, to be more loving, to, to yeah. step into the fruits of the spirit because you are not just reacting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it's really been huge. And I definitely noticed it this collection more than yeah. others. And yeah. I was just like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it, Peter. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's yeah. that's what I would say that it's really helped us. And we link the three books that we've read in the show notes every time, yep. The Path Between Us, The Road Back to You, and The Sacred Enneagram. I always recommend starting with The Path Between Us. Um, if you're not a book reader or a book listener and you like podcasts, which if you're listening to this, you probably do, um, I would recommend Sleeping at Last has a pot, has a series of podcasts where he talks about each number and the song he wrote about each number. Yeah. Um, and I really like the way he does it because he writes each song as a redemptive story of, of the number, number, which I really appreciate because I think I think some Enneagram people can be pretty negative about it and just right. focus on sort of like the cliche negativity aspects of numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where the Sleeping Out Last podcast is super good. And it's just like so full of just robust so information. So much information, yeah. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's how. Um, the next question, next serious question, the serious category, if you would, <laughs> if you will. Will you? I will. Okay. Um, what was the hardest part of keeping the dream of walk and love going? Ooh, man. I know. <clears throat> I, I, I picked this question and I'm like, oh, why did I pick this? So I know, hard to yeah. Answer. This was your choice. <laughs> the hard. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, exactly. Cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. It was a lot of hard things. Yeah. The word dream is kind of what throws me for a loop. Yeah. If you take that out, what was the hardest part of keeping Walk and Love going? Uh, cash money. Paying the bills. <laughs> like straight yeah. up. But when you add in the dream, I start to think there was a lot of conversations and series of time seasons of times where we were like, is this the dream? Yeah. Is it just a dream? Right. But is, is this like our ambition dream? Or is, is this it, a goal? Is this just our job? Yeah. Or is, or is, can our, is our them? job our dream? Yeah. Is it, it, this is a dream job. Are you saying see the world or see world? Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it was all like kind of muddled in there yeah. at times when things were stressful. Yeah. And I think continuing to like strip away the things we didn't need and try to get down to like, what, what is the dream? Right. I think that's the hardest part is, is identifying <laughs> specifically what it looks like. And yeah. rather than basing the dream off of what you see others doing, right. you know, like the whole, the whole episode, don't let the internet tell you who to be. Yeah. That was sort of like getting off track of what the dream was. Yeah. And obviously they can change and it can, you know, kind of evolve and, and as seasons of life and family, et cetera. But I think that was the hardest part, minus just paying bills and making sure that you can right. pay for everything, which is hard. Yeah. Uh, in itself, it's just having the being specific, having the perspective without having perspective of just yeah. like we're on the right path, right? You know, which is going to be just loaded with mistakes and sort of frustrating moments. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and then learning learning that ability and and practicing that skill and flexing that muscle to now as other opportunities come in, yeah. ask yourself, do these align with what we're trying to do? Do yeah. these, are these part of this journey or are yeah. they not? It's a great opportunity. It's a great thing. It's right. something that we could do, yeah. but should we be doing it? And like n- being able to discern that and have the wisdom yeah. while you're in it is super challenging because you often don't have that wisdom until you have perspective. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, we shouldn't have done that. And so. Right. Flexing that muscle and saying no probably more than you say yes is probably one of the hardest parts of the dream because as you say yes, you stretch yourself thin, thinner, mm-hmm. you have more spinning plates, 
and there's just yeah. more room for air. Yeah, there's an excellent, it's one of the early ones of the Next Right Thing podcast. She does a whole episode, I'll, we can find it and link it, all about how like just because someone offers you an opportunity doesn't mean it's mm, for yeah. you, doesn't mean it's yeah. best. And she walks you through like how to make a decision about insert opportunity, right. um, which has been super, yep. super helpful for me. And it's all about getting specific about your life. And then you run things through that filter yep. and you just answer yes or no questions. Yeah. And then the, the, the answer becomes very obvious then yep. of whether or not you should say yes or no to it. So yeah, yeah it's that, in like the first 20 episodes. I'll try to yeah. find it. But that, that would be the hardest part. Just like yeah. learning what to, to do what or is what is the dream and is how the dream to have a giant brand or to sell t-shirts for a living, right. like for that to be our, our job. Yeah. Cause the job, like, to be this massive lifestyle brand is like that, that could be, that's could be amazing. That <laughs> that could be so big or so small. Like, and so yeah. we got specific about like, we just really like selling t-shirts, selling t-shirts. and spending a lot of time together. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So those were the three more serious questions. Now we're going to head to the advice section. Um, got three, three questions in there and then three, some, some random questions. So, I'm going to throw the first question to you, Brooke. What would you give, what advice would you give your daughters if they one day wanted to start a business? Oh, I'd be all in. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Because I just love it. I want anybody to start a business for the most part. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. Let's talk about it. (laughs) But, um, gosh, it's hard for me not to be like, well, I would. I would do all the things. Well, no, not that I would do it all, but like we do have perspective yep. and we have done a lot. And so I would want to kind of run them through all these like, well, let's figure all this out right. before you start. However, sometimes the best advice is to just start. Yeah, I'm not saying buy a bunch of inventory and start. I'm not saying anything like that, right. but like, don't get so, I think that probably would be my advice. Don't get so hung up on like what it's going to be a year from now. And will it be your full-time job five years from now? Right. Like pick something you are good at or you like or you love or whatever yep. and just start because you can't sell a hundred t-shirts if you can't sell one. Right. Like, yep. that's good. <laughs> and so many people are thinking, okay, and then it's going to be this and I'm going to turn it into yep. that. And then yep. maybe someday on the road, I'll hire this and I'll have that. And it's just like, okay, I'm sorry. Have you, have you actually sold anything yet? Yeah. Or has anybody hired life? you yet for yeah. your services? Yeah. Like, can you give your, if you can't give your services away for free, yeah. Like <laughs> no one's going to pay for him. No one's going to pay for him. So just like that sort of just start, yeah. which is a lot of what the big dream book with Bob talks about, yep. you know, know where you're headed, know the specificness of your dream, mm-hmm. like the question above. Yep. Um, but figure out what you got to do to get yeah. started today mm-hmm. to get headed in that direction. That's good. So what would your advice be? I would tell them that I would say, obviously I would mirror whatever you say. <laughs> what Brooke said. Um, I think I would tell them that like, Hey, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Things are going to get hard along this journey. Yeah. And we're here for you. Yeah. You know, and if we're here for you to in any way you need it. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to just solve all your problems. You're going to have to solve some on your own. Um, but you know, if things get rough, if you need some advice, we are here, always here. We are here. We are, yeah. here. We are here. That's what I would say. Yeah, um, that's good. And I would probably cry if they were like, I want to start a business. I just like, right. I actually just bought a <laughs> series of books online from a company called the Tuttle Twins. And it was like 
advertised to me as like teaching your kids how to be entrepreneurs. Mm. And so I got sucked in almost immediately. And they're like, we have a bundle for the year. And I was like, deal, I'll buy that bundle. (laughs) So (sighs) digital marketing advertising works. It sure does. (laughs) So hopefully I I, I have no idea what they look like. You don't have them yet. I don't have them yet, but I'm excited for them because I think that, I think that's just important lessons to learn, whether they want to start a business or not. It's just helpful to understand you know, what your boss might be going through to have sort of that perspective of like, okay, this person I work for is probably doing a lot more than I see. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe I could have some empathy for him at times. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, the next question is what do you wish you knew about storytelling and business when you started? Which I thought was an interesting question because I, because it (laughs) feels like to me, like, do we know more about storytelling now? Like, is that sort of the, the, is it kind of a, is it kind of a compliment? Cause that's how I took it. Sure. Yeah, sounds like great. Are you saying see the world or sea world? Um, so, so for me, what I wish I knew early on, and I've kind of expressed this phrase over and over again, is I wish I wouldn't let the internet tell me to be. Mm-hmm. I wish that I would have just been more honestly a, who I wa- who I am, and less of like I want to be the the Gary V version of TJ or the Jeff Bethke version of TJ or this version of TJ. I would rather yeah. just be TJ. Yeah. Um and you know, kind Slice of and bread and pineapple, pineapples on the yep. internet showing and, us how to open boxes. Yep. <laughs> and just rather than like, because I think it's so easy to be like, Oh, well this person's successful. Let me, let me mirror what they do and I will be successful. Yeah. And that just road leads you to just sort of like kind of apathy and frustration and just like being like, Oh gosh, I don't want to be it's that person anymore. Compar- comparison yeah. and yeah. Bitterness then because it's not going to, it's probably not going to work out as great for you because you're not that person. Right. So then you're, yeah, there's a lot of things. Or you just give it. up because you're like, I'm tired of putting on that face yeah. and being that person. So yeah. uh, what I wish I knew about storytelling and business was to just to, to, to present ourselves as we are. Uh, to present the story as we're in it. As we're in it. Right now. You know, yeah. and that's one of the reasons we record this podcast weekly mm-hmm. and not batch a bunch at a time. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that, but it was just like, we want to actively be engaged in telling you guys what's going on rather yeah. than just being like, you know, here's 10 tips on how to do this. And, right. you know, and then like we just record them all yeah. at once. And so, well, that's what made last week's podcast a little bit harder to record was part three of the story. Cause we're kind of still yes. living in the end of part yeah. three. Yeah. And so I was like, I feel like we talk yeah. about this a lot yeah. because that's basically what our whole podcast yeah. is about. All three of those were hard for me. Yeah, I, and I feel like maybe that's why I'm sort of tongue tied today. I feel just yeah. sort of like, it, you know, it's hard to tell that to tell your story. It's also so good. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, just, I was I felt exhausted after I told like the birth story yeah. or the voice story because yeah. it's like it's a lot to kind of you know put that out there. I, I would say that the other thing I wish I knew and I would have told myself is like your story is worth telling, mm-hmm. at, even as <clears throat> even when you don't have the like happy ending, right? Even when you're living in the like crappy middle part Mm -hmm. it's still worth telling because i would say more people connect with what brooke and i talk about when we talk about things that are hard or things that are frustrating yeah rather than like hey here's a success like yeah because people understand pain and they understand frustration and people want to be met there uh people want to be seen and heard and loved there and Mm -hmm. so when you just tell someone that you're there I mean, that, that there's connection there, and I yeah. think there's room for the Holy Spirit to move and do some powerful things. Um, and so that's what I wish I would have known early on rather than just being like, I don't know, the other version of TJ that I wasn't. Yeah. What about you? Um, <clears throat> what If I separate, like I instantly need to separate the question. 
just how I think. Um, Self-balance. Yeah. What do you wish you knew about storytelling when you started? What do you wish you knew about business when you started? Business would be just like so many very specific little things like apps that were helpful, programs that we use, like just things to kind of- Don't waste money. Right. All sorts of advice and tips. Um, But the, what do I wish I knew about storytelling would be that like, and and that's definitely become a, a trendier phrase and thing in the last five years, I would say, but like, I, I wish we would have actually told more of our story and didn't just do really impressive, beautiful digital marketing. Right. Like, and I'm proud of all yep. the collections we did and the marketing and, and like, I so enjoy that aspect. I'm not writing that off, but like I wasn't infusing my story or our family's story right. into it. I was kind of keeping it separate and we have found a lot of, joy and healing and connection in telling our story, um, even as it's being written, if you will. And that's, that's just what I wish I would have known. I wish I would have started that sooner Yeah. versus kind of like when we quit and came back, like that's sort of when that all really Mm -hmm. started for us. No, that's good. Cause for a long time we were telling walk and love story, right? The brand, we opened this and we did that. And like, we had a cool, like, you know, bio written about our story, but it was like, the brand, not yeah. me and you. And oh, we we do this yeah. thing called Walk in Love. And I think, yeah, and I think that's what we've learned about that question about dream. Like, what, you know, what was the hardest part of the dream? We didn't know that about ourselves. We right. didn't know that we would find f- more fulfillment and more joy in sharing what was going on in our hearts and our lives. Yeah. We thought we would just find fulfillment and joy in like building this really cool, impressive thing. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit there, but not what we feel now, being able to like Correct. show up every week with you guys and talk to you and yeah. just be more connected. Um, it's just so much more fulfilling. And, and again, that's not for everybody. Some people might actually find a oh, lot more sure. joy and like, we're not saying one way is better than the other. Right. It's just, it depends on but how. again, know yourself, know, yourself. know what yep. you want and what you need to do. And then it the choices become easier when you've got that clarity. Um, and then this question is sort of similar to the first one in the advice is what recommendations would you give to up and coming entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. Um, m- my recommendations would be to learn, like never stop learning, yeah. never stop tinkering. And, and uh, tinkering sounds like you're like, you know, standing over a shoe, cobbling it together. That's not <laughs> what I mean. Unless you're a cobbler. Then, then never, great. Do yeah, that. Make yeah. great shoes. Um, but Brooke always says this is one of my skills and I really appreciate her for saying, I never appreciated it before, but I do in the last year that I tinker on finding solutions. Yeah. And I used to always think like, Oh, I'm just clicking around doing nothing. But like it was finding apps or finding, you know, reading about what Instagram is going to come up with and kind of mentally preparing for Mm -hmm. it or just like, you know, website tinkering, finding solutions that we didn't even know we needed yet. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a, it's a valuable skill to have because yeah. it, it, it makes you forward thinking, which right. is a valuable skill to have as an entrepreneur yeah. because, you know, solutions don't last forever. Mm-hmm. You know, even when we think about this pre-release schedule type yeah. thing, like, will this last forever? Probably not. Right. And so at some point I need to tinker out the next step. Yeah. And I've been watching know, a lot of yeah. Tinkerbell clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've said the word tinker this much ever. Yeah. Um, and then the other, the other recommendation I always give is like, be financially prudent. Yeah. Something that I was not at the beginning and that led to a lot of frustration and a lot of pain and just mm-hmm. a lot of like, I don't know. So can you give an example? Like if let's say someone has a service, you know, a photographer or something like that. And let's say someone has 
like a like a product. Yeah, I would say, like, you know, it, they're kind of the two categories businesses fall into. Yeah, service. You know, you can you can probably do your job with the bare minimum. You mm-hmm. know, like if you're a photographer, you don't need sixty lenses and six bodies and all these lights. Like, just have a camera. <laughs> And a lens. Yeah. Which and, is what we did, which we're going to talk about in a second here. And do your best. Like, yeah. And literally just like dominate with that, with what you have. Use yeah. what you have. The yeah. best camera is the one that you have. Amen. Um, and then like for a product, I would say it's better to sell out 20 items or 20 products yeah. than to sit on hundreds of inventory. Right. Like oh, but I got them. But they, the cost per unit was lower. <laughs> yeah. Don't oh, that did, doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't you matter if you them. can't sell them. And so, <laughs> yeah, those would be the two sort of financially prudent kind of concepts um that just like it's not always it's not the sexiest thing you know but it it does make a difference in the long run where like if you spend too much you just end up just being in a hole and then you're like well i gotta spend more to get out of this hole and like it's just a vicious cycle and then you end up crying in a giant room by yourself cleaning the floor Mm -hmm. so 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 there's that (laughs) don't do that right yeah (laughs) you just feel like you know Yeah. And also I have to clean the floor. Um, Something that I was actually listening to this morning in regards to like um, the seven day rhythm Mm -hmm. type of living um, was he was talking about how if something Jeremy or Jeff, Jeremy was talking about how if something doesn't show up within your seven days. And now this is assuming you're already living this way. Right. We can unpack that another time, but like, you're probably not that. So his example was someone <clears throat> who came up and introduced themselves, not even him. He was telling a story about as, someone else as, yeah, as a writer. Story, and I yeah. think we've talked yeah. about this. Um, you know, hi, my name's so-and-so. I'm a writer. And the person, in, you know, kind of interrupted and said, oh, did you write something today? And they're like, no. And he's like, what about yesterday? And they're like, no, you know, what about three days? And he ba- the person backed up all the way to seven days ago and they still hadn't written anything. Yeah. And it, I understand. Life happens. Right. Like, well, you know. Well, it was funny. He told that story in front of Jeff, and Jeff was like, I haven't written in seven days. Right, and right. like, he's written a couple of best-selling books. But right. Again, I understand. The-, the point of that is we put these labels on ourselves, or we want to believe them, whether they're aspirational or right. we won't let go of them. It doesn't matter why we, yeah. they're on us, but they are. And unless it's really a part of your rhythm. almost daily life and rhythm, like, you know, saying up and coming entrepreneurs, like, are you one yet? Yeah. Like, have you actually... In the last seven days, have you done, done any entrepreneuring? Right. You know, like, we don't say, oh, you know, I'm a wife when you're not married yet. And you don't say... Like, <laughs> right. we, we don't put those titles on yep. ourselves until we've sort of reached a place. Yeah. And I think business and, like, you can sure... You can have, like, a entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to head yep. that way, but I don't know if I would like stick your stake in the ground or whatever and be like, I'm this. Cause then you're going to either feel like you have to live up to that or you've already failed or right. you haven't even started yet. Yep. And there's, there's something there, which yeah. is like build go, it in. If yeah. it really means something Just start. to you, yeah. Just start. Yep. Yeah. It's good. That's well, good. Wasn't planning on talking about that, but there we are. But there we are. We're here. We're here. Yep. We're here. We like it. And the worst thing. The worst thing right. about prison was the, was the Dementors. They were flying all over the place and they were scary. And then they come down and they suck the soul out of your body. And it height. And it height. <laughs> That's what, I always forget that yeah. part of the joke. Yeah. I can deliver the rest, but I never. And it always. They suck the soul out of your body. But I always end right there. Um, that will lead us in. That sound clip leads us into the fun section of the questions. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I feel off today. And maybe Which, I'm not. I don't think okay. you are. Man, I don't know what's going on. I think it's the soreness. Yeah. I think it's the Your sore- body's just, just like, shutting down. Just like DJ to lay down. Yeah. Why are You're you just sitting? getting lower and yeah. lower. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're just going to hear like rubbing sounds on the microphone yeah. as I you know, it's your face. fall forward. Um, so the first fun question is, when did you start the daily life videos and why did you stop? So... In case you don't know, we used, we used to, do, to do that. This the IGTV came out, and I was like, "Let's just do like a daily video, and we'll record just from our the phone." The day IGTV came yes. out, right? Yeah, you wanted it. You wanted something up. Yeah, and so we were like, "Well, what, yeah. what can we do today?" And so we decided we were going to try it for a month. I think this was in it was July, July of whatever. Sunny was just born, so 2018. 2018. And so Brooke and I would record clips all day. And on then our phones. On our yep. phones, and then I would dump them onto the computer, and I would edit them while I cleaned up and she did baths. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we started in July of 2018, and we stopped probably in October. Yeah, we were going to go for the month of July, and then it ended up being like months um, that we did this. And the reason we stopped was, one, we were kind of entering that weird, like we that was the year that was sort of hard and We were almost frustrating. about to say we were done. Yeah. Yeah, and, little did we know. <laughs> and it was like one of those things that we tried, like we're like, maybe this will bring bring in the sales that we need and stuff yeah. like that. And then it was like, and it ended up being this really, I think it's the prequel to the podcast. It was a really sweet spot. We didn't expect. Yeah, that because there was one episode where I shared final thoughts at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember which episode, but I was like, I'm going to share that, you know, and that became the thing. Yeah. And that was like, okay, so when we share about what we're going through, people connect with it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't it's like really... like little tidbits or lessons from yeah. the day that are weird to deliver when you're like in the car yeah. or putting mail in the yeah. mailbox. Like, now's not the time. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we stopped <clears throat> mostly for the pace of life. Just like mm-hmm. it was kind of getting on, getting hard to record and edit every day. When we were heading day. into holiday. We're going to Christmas and then we kind of stopped our business and right. we didn't want to start then because we didn't know what we we're going to do. Right. Um, we've talked about bringing it back every now and then and we always just end up on like, it's just not for us in the season. Yeah. And I feel like the podcast has sort of replaced that. Yeah. Um, just because that's just where we are. So. Yeah. Um, how many weddings did you do you think we shot? Per, like me personally? Like, yeah, us or... Personally, so we shot for seven years. I would say we averaged 40 weddings a year. So 40 Brooke, events. Brooke's pulling That's up. 280. There. So 280, maybe 300, you know. Because I also second shot with yeah. people on our own team. Yeah. So 300, 300 I've plus. easily been to 300 plus weddings in my yeah. life as far as working the event in some um, capacity. And so the next question kind of tags onto that is what are some of the <laughs> classic wedding moments you witnessed? Do you want to go first or do I want to go first? Um. Oh man, I'll go first. So it is pretty crazy to think that, so let's say I did 280. It's hard for me to go, oh, I couldn't list everybody. Yeah. But then there are some times where I blow myself away and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I could tell you the color of their dresses yeah. and what their cake tasted like. And like, yeah. I actually remember for me, not having much of a memory, which was a lesson in, oh, when I photograph things, that's my way of showing up. Yeah. That's my way of being present. Yeah. And that is why it connected with me and my personality at yeah. such a young age which is totally kind of a separate thing, but it's very interesting. Um, Some of the moments that I remember most, one would be the slick black tie moment. Oh yeah. Yep. So we're at this beautiful wedding. Yep. One of my, like probably in my top 
50, just as far as yep. like yeah, how just beautiful everything yep. was the day, the everything. Um, and it was, it was we're, later in the reception. Yeah. So, so people had been dancing and drinking, drinking for a little while. And there's always a point like in the reception for photographers where we're like, we've got enough. We're done. Right. You I don't know? need to be here. I just need you to leave with sparklers. Yep. Can we get to and that? And so we kind of just like piddle eat, around, eat cake, yeah, eat cake. <laughs> so Brooke and I are standing, I'm kind of interrupting the story. Do you want to tell it or do you try to That's fine. It? I thought you had something. Uh, like no, I was just kind of filling in yes, that. Like that's true. we were in this moment, like <clears throat> where it's like, man, we're kind of just waiting for yep. the end Yep. for whatever exit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And this guy, was he a brother or just a groomsman? Do you recall? He, no, he was just a guest because he gave the tie oh, to the brother. It was that he saved the day. Yep. So he comes up very friendly, but definitely severely tipsy. Yep. And he starts telling us about how the brother of the groom or the, uh, brother, the brother, bride, brother, of the bride forgot his tie. Yeah. What was this guy going to do? He was, he was so amped to tell us the story. We, he saved the day yeah. in his mind. Yeah. So brother of the bride has no tie. Oh gosh. What are we going to do? Yeah. Dude. Thanks. I don't know his name. Let's call him Chad. 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 Classic thanks. Chad. Classic Chad. You know what? I'm wearing a tie and I'm going to give it up in the name of saving the day. Not only am I wearing a tie, I'm wearing what you would refer to as a slick, slick black, black tie, tie from uh, men's warehouse. <laughs> Which he said that phrase, 600 that times. Phrase. Slick black tie. So I got this slick black tie from men's and warehouse and I'm thinking, I'm going to give it to him. So I take it off and I give it to him. And, and then he's like, <laughs> he looked so money. And it's like, he needed to, he didn't know how to tie it. So I was like, dude, let me tie this slick black tie for you. And I'm just going to make a knot that's, so, so money. money. You're going to have a money tie with a money knot <laughs> to which broke <laughs> So I, you know, I'm fully sober, yeah, of course, yeah. working the job. And I was like, so it's almost like it was double money. <laughs> like just to like keep it going. And he's, and like, he's like, whoa, double money. Double money. The slick black tie from men's warehouse. With a slick, with he, a money knot. He, he just kept going. Oh, and eventually I was like, all right, I'm going to go get some more cake. <laughs> Chad. Nice chatting with yeah. you. Yeah, he slid slick back tie money and double money probably fifteen From times in like three and a half minutes. Yeah, so that would yeah. That, I, I was like, I should be videoing. Yeah, this. This it would have amazing. been a viral video for sure. Yeah, just the way that he was telling the so story. That for sure. As far as like funny moments, there were classic moments One, that were just like fun yeah. or beautiful yeah. or like that kind of thing. But it's the funny, yeah, like one time awkward ones that we, I really remember. We were at a really fancy wedding at a country club. Um, five tier wedding cake. Oh, like 300 guests set on out the on the table. Golf you know, it was like set on this, like set up this table and the videographer like tried to squeeze between one of the tent poles and the table and the round table and knocked it. And it came crashing down all yep. five tiers straight to the ground. And they were just about to cut it. So the yeah, bride and groom were there. walking over it to, and to come. So what they did was they just grabbed pieces from the ground, the and pile shoved and shoved in each, in each other's face. So it was like a cool moment, but you're like, yeah. It's like the, one of the biggest the, cakes I've ever seen. The the audible gasp, gasp. collective gasp yeah. of everyone just not knowing what to do. Yeah. And even I was a little paralyzed. Yeah. Like, do I take a picture? Yeah. And I did then. Yeah. But, and they were so great with yeah. it. Like they just rolled with yep. it. And it was this sweet moment of like, isn't that life? Yeah. Just that like, this thing you spent all this money yep. on or you've been waiting for or whatever comes crashing down. And if we all just gasp and stare at it, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And they picked it up and they kept the eating, and then yep. it was great. Um, one of my uh, favorite moments 
Well, one of the, I've had a couple of awkward moments. Ooh. So, um, one of them was we had just shot this wedding and we, we often drove the bride and groom different places because right, they'd they, hop in our car yeah, to they, go to a location for photos. And so the bride and groom were like, Hey, we need to go to this place. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well just tell me where to turn and you know, where how to, to go, how to get there. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. And so I start driving out of the venue and I look in my rearview mirror and they are making out so hard. Yep. And so I'm like, left, right, do yeah. I go straight, you know? <laughs> and uh, one of them, I think, I think they came up for air and said, right. Yes. So I turned right and then she I'm did. driving yeah. and then they're like, oh, this is the wrong way. And I'm like thinking, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> We've said that yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Um, and so then we turned around, but they just like, they, they, they were in their, they, they were, were in their own in, world. They were in the zone. They were in the makeout zone. Yeah. And uh, it was very awkward. It was very awkward, but. Eh, it's a story to the tell. Photos were beautiful. Yeah, uh, I feel like there was one other story that I I'm like. Oh, you were the Kanye moment. Oh yeah, Kanye moment. So we shot another again. We shot a lot of really fancy weddings, we did. and especially it's, later on, sort yep. of when we were like good four or five years into yep. it. Like, and, and it's so funny because Brooke and I are not super fancy people, but we'd be at these like super fancy events. Oh my word, yeah. Um, one that of, was that, that for surezies the most expensive wedding we've ever been to. Yes. Well, yeah. So we're, we're. I don't even know how to explain how. Yeah. Like I'm a, not kidding. It was I like think in it a castle like, and a mansion castle. I read on thing. the website that it was like two to three hundred dollars a plate yeah. per guest. They fed us uh, moldy sandwiches. Yeah, that's so that was nice. cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter about it. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I actually it's forgot fine. about that. I was so dead. Yeah. Um, so mm. we're shooting. They're they're giving speeches, which is Brooke's least favorite part. I can't handle just it. like the uncomfortableness of a bad speech. Brooke can't handle. So most of the time, I would just yes. be like, I would dismiss myself yep, to the bathroom. And I'm going to take all those photos. So there was two bridesmaids that were like kind of co-maid of honor. Yeah. They were giving this speech and kind of going back and forth. And yeah. then out of like the back, back table, this woman comes up to the dance floor. Just a guest. And and in this speech, they were talking, the bride, the parent, the bride's parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. The bride grew up mostly with her dad. Mm-hmm. And so they're talking about her. The two bridesmaids are talking about stories about family. the dad. Right. And this woman comes out of left field, yeah. grabs the mic from her. Kanye West style, Taylor Swift. Yeah. And is like, you know, mom did a great job of raising these girls. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then everyone was, was like crickets. Crickets. And then one of the so, groomsmen at the main table goes, thanks, <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure, again, you know, I'm yeah. sure the woman was thinking like. She was also a little tipsy. That she happens was, at weddings. She was, yeah. yeah. But it was like, like those the poor two bridesmaids. Yeah. Like they weren't saying anything no. negative about the no. mom, but they they grew up next to the dad. Yeah. Like how were they supposed to? Yeah. yeah. So those are good. Those are good times, and we have so that many. That was more. an insane I mean, wedding. Yeah. We yeah. Also beautiful though. Yeah. Also yeah. <laughs> the insane ones are always the prettiest. I know. Um. <laughs> uh, it's like catch twenty two. <laughs> um. But yeah. But uh, we had really cool ones where we, we were did. like literally on mountaintops yeah. in like. Vineyards. And we were on speedboats under the, you were, what was that? Not the Manhattan Bridge. Where were you? We were in Niagara. Niagara. Near Niagara, like, yeah. Some amazing, crazy yep. places that I'm so grateful we did that job. For the season that we did. And loved it and yep. the season that we did because, man, we did, we've done a lot of things together. Yeah. We've gone a lot of places that we wouldn't have gone if yep. we hadn't done that. That's like when we ran and almost missed our flight. To, well, we did miss our flight yep. to Jamaica. I think we've told that yep. story. Um, and then the last question for the day is what do you think you would be doing if you weren't doing walk and love? And I, you know, I think I'd be on a yacht. Yeah. You know, with my best selling comedy albums. Yeah. You know, with all my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously I'd, you're doing pretty well. I'm doing you pretty well. I have a yacht. So yeah. 
gosh, I don't know. I, I think I, I think we'd still work for ourselves. Maybe I probably would have just continued in the photography yep. world, gotten into like workshops or teaching. But or, I'm glad I that know. I don't have to really think about really that. think about that. I'm really yeah. thankful that we get to do what we do, um, and we get to do what we do because you guys show up for us, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And again, thank you for doing that. This last collection. And thank you for asking these questions. Yeah. Um, sorry, Brooke didn't think I felt off. I feel like I felt off. You know, it's probably because... I was because... my head was so big, scientists <laughs> did experiments on me. I think you feel fine. I think you're overthinking it. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, 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 No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. The real thing I do I is... I very blessed. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're gonna have I, have too I, far! Have I gone too far? No. no? Okay. I don't think we used that one today. Yeah. That has been used for sure. Are you saying see the world or sea world? What we're really saying is thank you. We really appreciate you making this part of your week. And we guys hope you you hope you guys have a great week. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Okay, I love love you. you. Bye. Bye.